All right, now. John Moses here. Fight Stories, September 3rd. We are kicking off Season 2. This is just a little a little Midsummer Night's Dream about stage fights with Rich Voss, Donnell Rollins, and from Season 2, uh, previously unheard, Andrew Scholes. These are, you know, fights that broke out on stage while they were performing. Other comics, if you're out there and something similar happened, we want to hear about it. Don't be intimidated just because these guys are national headliners with careers. We don't care if you were stinking up a bar show last week. If you got in a rumble, we want to know, win, lose, or draw. If there's video, even better. Ladies, if you're out there, if some drunk cocksucker socked you in the tits, we want to know. Send it on in. Um, also, we are going to be live in Delhi, Ontario, speaking with former New York Ranger, Pittsburgh Penguin, Chicago Black Hawk, Ryan Vandenbush. Vandenbush, for those of you who don't know, knocked another guy out of the league. It's just bleeding on the ice. And these were the good old days where instead of turning away from the fight, they did a close-up on the blood and said, children, you might not want to watch. So we are going to be live. And that one is January, sorry, July 25th, next week, next Thursday, Delhi, Ontario. It's a private event, so please DM us. And uh, that is going to be on season two. We got a great lineup for season two. But right now, it's Stage Fights. I know how to read people nine out of ten times. Right. So I'm not going to try to fucking go. Yeah, I, I right. was working a shit room in Pennsylvania for Scott Bruce. One, I'm working for a hack <laughs> in a shitty room, in a shitty room for one of the hackiest boat axe on the planet okay i mean it's in my opinion he's in my opinion someone who's been doing comedy that long has not grown it's so unwatchable is this guy, it's my opinion. That does watch crackers or something yes he stinks in my opinion with a capital snt unbelievable and i whatever yeah so I'm working one of his fly-by-night shit rooms, but I was doing door deals and making good money. Uh-huh. You know, they were like a 130-seater, but I'd sell out both nights, and I was making good fucking money. You know, thank God he wasn't hosting them. Was much. this like right after Glass Comic? Or? Well, it was a couple of years after, maybe five years okay. or six, whatever. You know, I was still doing a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Still am. I'm not done, but, you know... <laughs> And so I'm do- one. I remember doing. Remember doing one of his rooms, and downstairs he did a show, and my wife did it with him, and he hosted it. She came up and goes, "Ugh, ugh, unwatchable, <laughs> unwatchable." <laughs> you feel like you're, you know, you're, oh, you might as well, you might as well just take Dramamine and pretend you're on a cruise ship. So anyhow, <laughs> I don't want to go after him. <laughs> so, uh, uh, this is I'm, the clip we're going to isolate and use to promo the episode. I don't want to go after him because I don't even know if he's still in the business. He might be sick. Anything. I don't know. Right. I don't want to wish him any harm in life. Oh, yeah. He's just a hack. He's just a hack. <laughs> Ugh, the worst. <laughs> but this isn't about him. Right. This isn't about him. So I'm working for him, right? And I'm on stage. Right, and I don't know who's on the. He's not on the show because if he was on the show, I probably would have just fucking blown my brains out. Going, <laughs> oh, 
just watch <laughs> 20 minutes of that fucking that fucking dog and pony show. Yeah. But this isn't about him. Yeah. So I'm working his club. All right. I'm on show. There's two couples in the front row. Uh, 30s, late 30s. So one guy is not looking at me. So early in the show, I said to him, I go, sir, if you're blind, uh, thank you for coming, but there's no reason to waste the front seat. Can you just feel my face and go to the back of the room? <laughs> so I'm doing my set. It's 120 people. I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm not going to fail. I, yeah. I, I know how to do comedy. Doing well. Yeah. So towards the end of the show, he pops up and goes, I go, oh, you're not blind. He goes, no, but you stink. I go, okay, that's your opinion. I go, but we're 45 minutes in. Did at 25 you think it was going to get better? Or at 30? (laughs) Like if I don't like a movie, I usually know it's time to leave. Why would you sit through this if it stinks? So he throws a fucking drink at me. So I had a soda in a a plastic, you know, like a water bottle. Uh And I threw it at him. And then he came running at the stage. So I just not front kicked him in the face to stop him. Yeah, like a push off. Yeah, like a push, but like that. Yeah, yeah. And he fell backwards onto the floor. <laughs> oh, and then he got up again. I went, "Oh no!" <laughs> he was big. He was big. <laughs> he was a big fucking dude. So again, I kick him in the fucking face again. Oh, he, he didn't even have his hands up. This tough dude. Nothing. He was just a fucking drunk. So you <laughs> cut to ten ten minutes later. He's in a police car, and his wife is standing outside the police car yelling, you did it again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but he fucked up my show where we had to end it, and I couldn't sell fucking CDs after it. Because now, (laughs) you know, I'm not in this business to make friends. I've got to sell some fucking product. Business, baby. I got a mortgage. Noel Donnell would be very compatible when he was performing, doing stand-up, uh-huh. on stage and off stage. Yes. But the new Donnell, especially after suffering a torn patella for trying to dunk on an eight-foot rim, <laughs> <laughs> kind of shies away from any type of altercation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there was a time in my career where um, it was like, um, as they were saying, Brooklyn, let's get it popping. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a couple times I did get it popping. Uh-huh. For, for reasons that anybody would get it popping. I think this is what when I moved when I first moved from Washington D.C. I lived in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. In Brooklyn, New York, New York, you almost have to do something to get um, to get uh, validated as a Brooklynite or whatever. Uh-huh. And I remember I was doing a show. It was a little um, open mic spot on Brooklyn on on Fulton and Lafayette or one of those streets, Fulton and Lafayette. And I was on stage and I was letting the um, audience have it. Had a couple of hecklers and they kept on. Heckle me and one dude, he just kept he just kept wanting to represent his barrel. He was like, BX, baby, BX, baby. I'm like, okay, BX, but we in Brooklyn all day, son, every day. No shooting gates, do or die, bed style, Brownsville, never ran, never will. Cause if you ever spend any time in Brooklyn, you gotta have all those 
And you can't say that people are like you're not from Brooklyn. And he kept on yelling, I'm BX. And then he came, he was he was approaching the stage, and I was like, This is not gonna end well, son, fall back. And he didn't fall back. And he tried to jump on the stage. And when he tried to jump <laughs> on the stage, I had already anticipated it going down. Yeah. And then my dudes were there too. So it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna be a situation where I would lose. Right. You so know, he, he jumped be, on the stage. He tried to jump on the stage. Okay. And then when he jumped on the stage, it was the prettiest. You know how you have that combination you practice in the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> you like, you know, you up mad about something and yeah. you're in the mirror all day, like, yo, <laughs> did I hit it with a big, 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 black, black? That's a DC sound effect. I'm hit it with a. And he came, he tried to jump on stage, and I threw an overhead right, and the sweetest thing about it was I still had the mic in my hand. So, so I got the sound the effects. Oh, yeah. Right? It was like, boom. <laughs> and the best thing about it was. Like the Batman. Bam! It was like, bam. <laughs> right? I hit him with an overhand right. And he was coming on stage. And he fell back. And I was coming off stage at the same time. By this time, people had started to break it up. But while, while and I took a couple other swings. But when I hit him, I still, I kept the mic in my hand. Uh-huh. So I hit him. This was the dopest thing. If you're gonna get in a fight, sometimes you, you you lose where you are on your on your set. Yeah. But I hit him with an overhand right, and then went right back to telling jokes. <laughs> I mean, I didn't miss a beat. And I'm telling you, I got so many chicks wanting to give me ass off of that. <laughs> In Brooklyn, yo, it was yeah. like this. Oh shit, son. He a real one, son. He a real one. And I remember this one of my friends, good good guy, and a pretty well known dude in Brooklyn, Mateo. He's he's passed away. I remember seeing him maybe two months after that at another show in Brooklyn. And he says, son, word to everything, Brooklyn all day, notion of gates, do or die, best die, Brownsville, never ran, never will. You have to do that all the time. Right? <laughs> he was like, yo, son, the realest shit I ever seen. He said, I've been following comedy for a while. But he said, the realest shit I ever seen is when you came on stage and you hit that motherfucker with an overhand right. He said, that's when Brooklyn fell in love with you, son. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when I, uh, I think I was, I don't think I was, people didn't call me the mayor of Brooklyn, but for at least two years, I was it was a it was a great story. Oh yeah, yeah. right, right, right. And yeah, it made ripples. Right the story the story got to places before you did. Like you got yeah. there, they're like, yeah. eh. but it was just like, oh no, and it was like this. No, 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 don't don't argue with him, son. He'll set it off. He'll set it off. <laughs> yeah, that was one. I had another one in um. Stanford. Well, you Connecticut, right? I'm not from there, but I I, I know a lot about it. Like I've, I've played. I was in Massachusetts, so I played every little shitty town so up Stanford, and down. You know, it's like it's kind of a seedy. Yeah, place. yeah, parts of it. It's either really rich or really not rich. Yeah, I was in a really not rich area. Yeah. And it was a show. And I don't know, for some reason, hecklers, I think hecklers think they could just fuck with you and don't have to deal with the repercussions of it because you tell jokes, you yeah. know? Not right. to say I have hands. Not to say growing up, people's like, that motherfucker can fight. In fact, comedy was the reason while I didn't get my ass whipped a lot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, pe- people can start a fight with you, but nobody wants you to give them a nickname for the rest of their life. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they try to become yeah. friends with a comedian, Ooh, right? Heel. Yeah, like, you know, you don't want to be dick-sucking Barry for the, for, the, for, the, for the rest of your life. But then I was... um. Uh, I was at a spot in Stanford, and I was I was on stage, and some people were heckling, and they were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and um, and at the time I was selling CDs, that was my little hustle, uh-huh. so I gave um somebody a free CD. This was right right in the middle of heckling somebody. I said, you know, I don't want to do this anymore, and I said, I want to give you this CD for free, 
for being the ugliest motherfucker in Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> right? And did a dude, he was with this other dude, he was with the other guy, he said, and I said, and I want to give you one because I don't want you to go home and say, I'm ugly as shit. Why didn't he give me a, 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 a DVD? <laughs> and then, as soon as I said that, the DVD that I gave the guys, they threw it. This guy threw it and it hit me in my face. Uh -huh. And I still kept my composure, but it was like a bar stool right beside me. I was like, oh, so you think it's kind of cute just to hit a comedian with a CD, you know, that's violent. I don't think this was a good idea. And right when I was saying that, he was looking at me, he thought I was gonna be funny, and I grabbed the bar stool, and I hit him with a three, like I hit him with a roundhouse. Bloop! I love my sound effects when he fights. They always even a bloop or a Something said, that's how black people always tell a story. Something. Who the hell is something? What do you say? Something said, bloop! And it was again, it was like, oh shit, that's that Brooklyn shit, son. And this was so dope, it didn't like everybody. Sleepy Floyd, he'll, he'll tell you this story. He was there. Everybody, shit, we was knocking tables over and shit. But the dopest shit was that we our car was parked in the back of the club. So we made, and then we had ordered, this has nothing to do with the fight, yeah. but I had ordered some food to go, right? And it was so funny, right after we started the fight, right after I hit it with the bar, so I'm running in the back, people like, don't forget your food. They gave me the food. <laughs> we jumped in the car. <laughs> we jumped in the car. I was like, uh, I was like, yo, we 2-0 with these fights, bro. <laughs> but Those I was two great stage fights, yeah. man. Yeah, but I mean, Another one. <laughs> this was in another spot. You got a special. Yo, you got I got a special, special fight stage fight. No, this is true. And, and I'm not making this up. I used to do this spot. I don't know. Did you ever? I used to do a place called Poke Knockers. No, no, I never did. Poke Knockers in Brooklyn. It was one of the hottest spots for comedy. Mm. And it was, it was a spot where all the most gangster dudes in Brooklyn went, and like some of them didn't like each other, but the night was so dope. There were so many chicks there. It was so good. That it was almost like everybody called the truce. You know, I said, we yeah. were going here and get some ass and just keep it moving. The pussy treaty. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. the end of the night. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. It's a ceasefire. In the <laughs> I go hard on stage. And I was messing with some buttons. Some people were giving me a hard time again. Yeah. And then this one dude, he was like, he was like, I, I ain't tripping off of you. I got money, son. And he just pulled out this wad of money, right, and started throwing it on stage, right? He said, I don't give a fuck about that money. I said, I guess he thought I was going to give it back to him. I said, you don't care about this money? He said, no. So I started walking around the audience. And giving it away. And giving it away to the women. And I know he was looking like, no, I was just joking, right? And then I went back <laughs> and said, I was like, what you going to do now? He said, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if this dude was... I don't know what his lifestyle was when he was in prison. I'm sure he probably did some jail time before. Yeah, I'm sure the but, money in the prison was connected. Yeah, yeah, it was connected <laughs> some kind of way. And, like, for some reason, I guess he was trying to question my manhood. And he... And he, and he and he tapped me on the ass like, whatever, bitch. And I hit him with a two-piece. But at the time, <laughs> man, our security. I was just thinking two-piece. I hit him with a bloop, bloop, bloop. How funny it is. Yo, but then I hit him with a two-piece. But we had our security was so gangster in this spot, son. Yeah. And it was Brooklyn security. And all I remember was I hit him with a two-piece. And then my dudes was on his dude. And before he got from the back of the club to the front of the club, he didn't have no shirt on. His wallet was gone. Gold <laughs> chain was gone. Rings <laughs> was gone. Everything, yo. The they protected time. me and yeah. robbed him at the same time, son. <laughs> <laughs>
uh, room in the black circuit in New York City. It's up on like 118th and like some famous black guy named Street. Uh-huh. What street is it? Malcolm X. Or yeah. Like Frederick Adam Douglas. Clayton Powell. Frederick. One of them. Right. Yeah. One of those guys. So 118th and famous black guy. Uh, and basically, uh, my first time ever going up there, I think it was my first time ever doing a hood room. I was just starting up comedy. And um, I remember I went up and I was kind of making fun of some guy in the crowd and there's no real stage or anything like that. No, you perform in front of the bus station. It's basically like... <laughs> You're at a bar. Yeah, and yeah. there's people it, sitting on like little... It, it would be like basically performing in somebody's living room that is jam-packed and serving alcohol. Yes. Yeah. NBA you know, playoff games. People are surrounding all around. you. Nobody's yeah. paying attention to you. Like you're competing with very entertaining sports. So I'm up I'm on stage and I'm just kind of like making fun of some Puerto Rican guy. And I'm not funny like at the point in time. Like I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just trying to like establish some sort of rapport. Sure. You're swimming. Exactly. And um, he didn't really like it that much. And he walks up to me. And he's in front of me, and I'm in front of him, and it's okay. Everybody's allowing it because there's no stage. They don't know right. if he's going to the bathroom. They don't yeah, know whatever. Yeah. He's just standing in front of me, and I'm like, "What's up, man?" And he just punches me right in the face. Oh, fuck. Wow. Yeah. So they grab him. They grab me. They tear us apart. They kick him out. Tear apart. Okay, so you gripped onto him after he hit. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He didn't drop me or nothing like that. Yeah. But um. You see, I got an ego still. You didn't knock me out. <laughs> <laughs> was that guy who plays for the Blue Jays that got stuffed? What was his name? Batista? Yeah, Batista. He's like, yeah, he wasn't strong enough to knock me out. I said, shut up. He rattles yeah. your knees, bro. You're yeah, doing yeah, Dougie. Yeah. So yeah, he goes, uh, so the guy punched me in the face. They grab him immediately, grab me, separate us. They throw him out. And I remember the, uh, a Smokey, who's the guy who runs the show. So funny. I remember he uh, just hands me the microphone and goes, all right, bro, keep doing your thing. <laughs> 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 That's not the end of it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so I had to do ten more minutes. No, you didn't. I swear to God, I had to do ten more minutes, and for all these people that just saw me get punched in the fucking face, oh did you get a standing bro, o after? No, you, you stood in there, white boy. Bro, no, not at all, dude. It was you know, the black room was like, now nah, you gotta be funny. We don't care what happened. Like, earn this no shit. Excuses, bro, no like, excuses. No excuses. So there's something that would happen at a rap battle. Bro, literally, <laughs> yeah. dude, it was crazy. So, but the you coolest, keep doing your thing. He, he literally hands me by go, keep doing your you. thing, bro. He did, and I'll be honest with you, the best thing that was probably the best thing that happened to me in comedy because I experienced the worst case scenario. 